Welcome to Brain Stuff, a production of iHeartRadio. Hey, Brain Stuff, Lauren Vogelbaum here. Poisoning various things in nature is big business. In the year 2012, uh, the last time that the United States Environmental Protection Agency published a report on the subject, chemical pesticide sales in the U.S. amounted to nearly $14 billion. That's around 1.1 billion pounds, or, or half a billion kilos, of chemicals like chlorine, formaldehyde, and arsenic pumped into the landscape in a single year. But let's face it, we wouldn't have as robust an agricultural system if it weren't for pesticides killing unwanted critters. But let's also face it, synthetic pesticides don't just affect the targeted organisms. Our heavy insecticide use isn't doing humans, our pollinators, or our wildlife neighbors any favors either. But imagine a pesticide that could fend off unwanted insects while leaving everybody else alone. It is possible. The technology exists, but it requires approval by the EPA. And that we become okay with the idea of weaponizing parasitic fungi to feed on the innards of insects for our own agricultural gain. Let me explain. Much of the promising new research centers around fungi that kill or disable insects. They're part of a category of pesticides called biopesticides because they work thanks to biologically occurring substances, including chemicals, microorganisms like fungi, and substances made by genetically engineered plants. But the fungal pesticides are of particular interest because while some biopesticides merely fend off pests or screw up their mating cycles, these fungus-based ones take no prisoners. Mycologist Paul Stamets has patented two fungus-based insecticides, one that's targeted toward fire ants, carpenter ants, and termites, and the other toward a more general audience of around 200,000 insect species. These pesticides seem delicious enough to lure insects to them, and once the bugs have eaten them, the fungi sporulates and sprouts inside them, feeding on their internal tissue until they die and a tiny mushroom sprouts from their heads, which is how you know it worked. Fungi are living things, just like insects are, capable of evolving and adapting. Many synthetic pesticides have lost efficacy over the years because the target insects have evolved a built-up tolerance to them. The ones that were killed off by the pesticide, after all, have less of a chance to breed and pass their susceptible genes on to the next generation. But like any other relationship between parasite and host, predator and prey, the fungus-based biopesticides have the ability to evolve right along with any adaptation that the insects might come up with to hinder them. They're also non-toxic to humans and other wildlife, including bees and other good pollinators, which have really taken the brunt of our love affair with chemical pesticides over the years. Some of the downsides of fungal pesticides are price and finickiness. They could easily cost farmers 20 times more than what they're used to paying for pesticides. And like other living things, they are sensitive to environmental conditions like temperature and humidity. Hopefully that cost would come down with further research and adoption. And wouldn't it all be worth it if we could find a way to protect our crops without endangering ourselves? Today's episode is based on the article, Fungus-Based Pesticides May Be the Green Solution of the Future, on HowStuffWorks.com, written by Jessalyn Shields. BrainStuff is a production of iHeartRadio in partnership with HowStuffWorks.com and is produced by Tyler Klang. For more podcasts from iHeartRadio, visit the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you listen to your favorite shows. <laughs> 